0: We'd like to welcome everyone this morning on this beautiful day that the Lord has given to us. Yea, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad and rejoice in it. We're thankful so for many guests that have come from far and near, especially the friends of our dear friend, uh, Sid Poon. We are very welcome to be here and worship with us this morning and to hear his testimony and the experience that he went through and which will be reenacted, if you will, in some ways in the baptism, the water baptism this morning. Welcome from far and near. Thankful this morning that we have with us uh, brothers Willie Kurtz, Jose Cervantes from uh, Tacati, Mexico, uh, brother Alan Stranick and brother Paul Koziska that we are all familiar with. Uh, We're thankful that they have come to support us this day in this holy work. Uh, we will take time for greetings this morning because there are so many from far and near. And we'll ask, uh, perhaps we can start from the very front. Brother Will.
1: We bring you the loving greetings from the brethren at Ancaster.
2: Ancaster, yeah. thank you. Brother Jose. I have greetings from our brethren in Ticati, and uh, they're praying for us. Thank you, Brother Jose.
0: Chicati, Mexico
2: bring love and greetings from our congregation in Windsor. Uh,
3: Debbie and I are thankful to be here and also our parents extended greetings.
0: Thank you, Brother Alan. We're thankful
3: to be in your midst and we bring our greetings from the Church.
0: Thank you, Brother Paul. Um, Most of you know that I have returned this past Thursday from Australia with my wife, uh, Millie, who were there for the funeral of her mother. We're thankful that everything went very well and uh, Millie has closure. Both parents now have gone to be with the Lord. And please continue to pray for her and for her family as they go through the grieving process. Uh, I bring you the greetings from many brethren in Australia from the various churches and groups that I was with. And um, we're thankful to be home for this very special occasion. Are there any other greetings from the congregation? Thank you, Brother Gary. From Strasburg Road. Greetings from the congregation in Beverly Hills, Michigan. Thank you, Brother Josiah. Welcome home. Any other greetings? Greetings from Sister Monica. Thank you, Brother Alan. Greetings from Richmond Hill. Thank you, Brother Gorham from Richmond Hill. (coughs) Sister Sigrid, extended greetings. Thank you. I didn't get that last part. Thank you. I I still didn't hear but I think she's thanked <laughs> she's, everyone. She's
1: thankful for all the prayers. She's my my mother wanted especially to thank everyone who prayed for her this past week as she went through her, uh, her uh, heart procedure. And we we're really thankful God has answered those prayers and she's doing much better. So,
0: thank you very much. Thank you. Sister Sigrid had an operation this past week, right? Uh and uh we're thankful that she's recovering and that uh, everyone is that has been praying for her. Continue to pray for her. Any other greetings? Thank you, Brother Disco. Greetings from West Akron. If there are no more greetings, just a couple of brief announcements. Um, the focus of the month is still C.L.M. Canaan Land Ministries, the children's home in in uh, Brazil. And also, a special request for uh, the son of Brother Eric Taba and Sister Stephanie, whose son Luke, is, has, as you know, has been handicapped from, from birth, uh, for the wheelchair accessible van. So as God has placed it in your hearts, if you want to contribute to, to that worthy cause, uh, please do so. This is for Luke Taba from Windsor. And uh, he's also on, uh, what's that website? GoFundMe so you can you can contribute through GoFundMe on the web uh, and and you can take care of your own uh, uh, donations that way thank you I don't have any other announcements for now we'll leave some announcements for after the service as to the remainder of the day but we certainly (laughs) would ask you to keep brother Jose In prayer, as he uh, preaches the word this morning, the gospel message. Brother Jose.
2: Let's arise for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we come to thy presence this morning with our hearts rejoicing. What you've been done. We know that you change lives. And we thank you for the work that you can do in any mankind. We thank you, Heavenly Father, to be here and to testify that the work of the Holy Spirit and lives the sin touch. And broke their lives. Oh Father, we thank you for that word. There is a map for us that can teach us the way as we need to go. We thank you for the mercy that has been shown to us, the mighty hand that will pick us up from sin we ask to bless us this morning. That thy word that has power, not power, but thy word that has the power, we ask to bless us. And humbly, Father, we ask to be in our midst this morning. That the Holy Spirit will speak soft to each heart. We thank you. We praise you. And help us this day as we, Father, do the procedure according to the scripture. Heavenly Father, that we can conclude what has been ordered to us. That we can please thee. And we can do thy will. We thank you for the testimony of thy Holy Spirit. We thank you and praise you in jesus name amen I promised Sid 10 years ago that I will be uh, the day of his baptism when he converts. And I'm thankful to the Lord that I was able to come and there has been a blessing already. And we, we are rejoicing. And brother, Doug, give me the invitation for having the service this morning and as I was praying and thinking about it, that the Lord lay on my heart to read a couple of scriptures. One is found in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, beginning in the verse 36 to the end, and also Psalms 40, the first eight verses. And I will ask Brother Doug, if you can help me to read the scripture, please.
0: It with me. So Luke chapter seven, beginning at verse thirty-six, right to the end? Correct. Luke seven, verse thirty-six. And one of the Pharisees desired that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisees' house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering and said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors, the one owed five hundred pence and the other fifty and when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Thy faith has saved thee. Go in peace. And Psalm 40. 40. The first eight verses. The first eight verses of Psalm 40. The Psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock. And established my goings and he hath put a new song in my mouth even praise unto our God many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside to lies many O Lord my God are thy wonderful works which thou hast done and thy thoughts which are to us usward They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire. Mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. May the Lord bless the reading of his word.
2: The last three years we've been suffering the terrible problem with COVID-19. And that took us more than six feet away from each other. Sin goes much farther than that. From our relationship with God, that would take us much farther than we want to go and there is no control. We read the story that has been written here in the Gospel of Luke about this man that invited Jesus to eat with him. He begged to him to come to his place, and, and that is a good thing. When we beg Jesus to come, and have some kind of relationship with us. Many others came and sat at the table with him at the house. Many probably was invited, the best closest friends of this Pharisee. But there was someone who was not invited There was someone that came along and sat just at his feet to listen what he need to say. It's not the whole story, what happened that day, written in this little portion of that scripture. There is more, a lot more. He talked to the men, to the people there, about their needs, to their relationship with God. I grew up in a, in, in a Catholic home. I went to my, st- I, I don't know if I pronounce it right, but I went to the church eh, like every Sunday and sit in the back bench. I don't understand anything. Everything wasn't Latin. So I just do whatever else do. And I was taught to that way. But I was eight, 17 years old when I, I, I came to Tecati, and my intention was to cross the border, work in the US, make money, and one day go back home. The day that I arrived, my mother's sister she said, go and take a nap, because tonight we're going to church. I thought, she don't even ask me if I want to go. Later, somebody else invited me to church and talk about my life. And I heard for the first time, for the first time, there is a need of relationship with God with mankind. So I went to church that day and heard the word of God for the first time. And the Lord start working on my life. And it took almost two years after that day for me to realize and to convert, but thank God that he was merciful on me. I just shared this with you. Probably most of you know me. Or probably you heard already this. I don't want to just repeat things. I want you just to just remember you who I was and who I am today. I'm a redeemed person by the grace of God. That day, this woman came. We don't know what was in her heart. You know, when we come the first time to hear God's word, we come with a big package. Heavy load in our lives. We just come like that. And God is merciful. God knows and sees each heart. When when. Jesus t- is talking to the, the people that is around the table in the house. This woman is crying, weeping. She's annoying him, his feet. And she got a story to tell. Like many of us, like each one of us, a story, embarrassed story to tell. And we will also we will only tell those that we trust because there's some parts in our life that is very embarrassing so his her life was just in pieces he she cannot describe in front of these people but you know what Every, about everybody in that room knew what kind of woman she was the sin that she was practicing every, probably every day she was a sweetheart for many so she was here and there and she was known as a woman as a sinner we don't call sin no more outside people are uncomfortable with that but it's the reality it's the reality so this woman is just crying expressing herself with tears and it's the best way to express ourselves you know God makes us that way that we can express ourselves with tears And and they can express probably there is pain inside. There is sorrow inside. There is joy inside. God just make us that way. And we're not different. We've been exposed to that many times. I was coming one day from the church in San Jose, came back to Tecati. And when I came, my wife told me, you know, you need to think how to replace the sink in the church because one of the kids just stoop on it, that, and broke the whole thing. We need to have it ready for the next service. So I went Home Depot and get a a, a sink and just put it outside, just in the yard, so I can take it to church and then install it. That day was windy. And I heard a noise. Clock. And I thought the sink. I went and looked at the sink. There was pieces. And I looked. And I'm thinking there is any plumber that can fix this, so I don't have to go and get another one. You know, see, there's a good plumber. He can repair a lot of things, but that sink was not able to replace, to to fix. So I had to get another one. And there is some lives just like that. They've been pushing away by the wind of sin. The devil wants to do that in each life. And there is some lives that are just pieces. There is no way that we can fix it. But you know what? Only God can take those small pieces and put it together. So it can be a new piece made by God and can be served. And many of us came just like that, like a broken sink. We was perfect, but sin took us away and make us a different person, a different man, a different woman. And many could not recognize us. She was probably a gentle young man, a lovely young woman, but sin transforms characters' lives and destroys families. We have some young people in our church. They, they they was born in the church and they just walk away don't come to church no more and some of them they have scars scars for lifetime. there is no way to replace the scars yesterday we received a text from one of the mothers this young man i I only i'm gonna ask i'm gonna mention his name so you can pray not not for nothing else his name is oscar he was born in a christian family but he took a different road just went away and i will see him from time to time and i will say when are you coming to church and he will say Sunday never came, and I will see him again. I said, When are you coming to church? Sunday never came. Those promises probably he got a good intention, but he never came. But see, he experienced going to prison, he was really hurt by his acted with his friends, so he spent a probably like a year in prison and there was pain in the family and one day he was out of prison when he was in prison he asked for a bible and he started reading and now he's been coming to church since then about every time that that door of the church is open Praise God. His mother texted us yesterday. Pray for him. His struggle. Alcohol is the terrible thing. With tears, he asked for help. He cannot stop drinking. He tried, and he tried for six months, and he stopped for six, six months, and he's here again. That is a good step to do. stop drinking if there's anyone that has a problem. He promised that he would go for one year and a half. He didn't make it. He just didn't make it. So I can see this young man every time up to the service with tears in his eyes. He has a terrible battle. You know, habits, you start it and you will stick with that for a long, long time. Stay away from that. Habits will destroy your life if you're not choosing the right thing. Simon, he thought to himself when he saw this, see the picture. Please make a picture of her. And you mind. She's crying. She don't have words to say. She's just crying. And then this man says, if he, this man will be a prophet. He will know what kind of woman she is. She's a sinner. You know what can do a, a, a woman like that? There will be so many pain and many lives and many homes. There is terrible things that happen. Years ago in one of our churches in at, at San Jose, there was a convert. This woman came and says, I repent, I ask God to forgive me, I, I know I have a new life, but I have a problem. I don't know how to make peace with certain family. She says, I try. You know, the Bible tells us, teaches us to be in peace with men and with God so she says i don't know what else to do when i try to get to that home the people shut the doors and don't want to see me i know this woman and i said just write a letter ask for forgiveness everything that you've done to them pray and go and give it to them and says, please, just read this. She did it. But before that, I said, I wanna read the letter. If, any, if any advice that I can give you, I will mention to you. If not, you just send it or go and take it. So she prayed and wrote that letter and brought it to me and I can see his, her sincerity And paper, written in paper. So she went and walked to the house, knocked at the gate. And when they see her, they turn around. And then she says, please, just a couple minutes. And the person walked slowly to her. And she says, you know how much pain you make to us? Do you want to continue doing this to us? She says, no, that is why I'm here. Please read this to the family. The other person says, I don't know what they want to hear. She says, doesn't matter. You can read it and read it to the rest of the family. She was known, she was known for her her lifestyle. And there was pain in families. So I can picture this woman in the same condition, in the same condition. And, 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 And Simon knew this kind of lady, this kind of woman, what she's been done around, the city. There was no words, probably, to describe. And then, Jesus says something very, very important. He says, Simon, I have something to say. You know, anything that Jesus wants to say to you and to me is very important. So you must listen. You must listen to him. He says, there was a debtor. They had uh, a creator, a credit. They had two debtors. One owed him 500 shackles and another one 50. You know, if you can just think about those times, those days, there was like a, 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 a payment for one day work. So there was quite a big money. And none of them have a way to pay. You need to read the Old Testament and see what happened to those that cannot pay. Even though they had nothing to pay, they would take the children and make them slaves, make them servants. That was serious to be in that. Very serious. But see, this man was merciful. He, and, and he went and looked and they says. He has nothing to pay. Have you been in that condition? Are we been in that condition? Having nothing to pay? Probably it was not your intention. Probably you borrow money here and borrow money there. And, and you are to the top. And you cannot get from there. Well, that is hope. The songwriter says, I call upon the Lord, and he heard my cry. Not my complaints, not my misery, misery but my cry. And he pulled me out of the terrible pit that was not able to get out of there. He took me and washed my feet of that muddy, uh, of the mud, uh, mud of clay. That, sorry, I, I don't know if it, it, this is the right way to say And washed my feet and put me in a rock. You can do that too we've done it. Some of us, or, or probably most of us that we're here, we've done it. There is no more sticky mud in our feet. We've been washed. Our sins have been washed. In the three years of COVID-19, we lost some of our loved ones. I believe and every, probably most of our churches, we lost some of them, they went with the Lord. And, and forgive me, probably it's not the right word to say we lost, but they went with the Lord. In Mexico, my mother was included. I was on a funeral for a sister in those days. I just recovered from COVID. I was really sick and I went for the funeral. The family really wanted me. I I could hardly walk. So I went to the cemetery by the great side. And that day there was four funerals at the same time. Probably in Canada it's not allowed But over there, we don't wait. The same day, there was four funerals. And the closest one was probably about 20 feet from us. And there was another one probably 50 feet away from us. And another one that was farther than that. I can hear what they were saying about the man that was behind us this person was ensuring the family that he is in heaven and i believe that she didn't even know the man up to the funeral up to the little speech that she that this person had many friends came and opened their bottles of beer and dumped it in the whole casket this is a person that somebody says going to heaven. We can experience things like that. Our funeral was a, 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 a old sister. That she was a servant. And we were at her place a few weeks before. But see, do you consider do you really consider what is going to be for you when your funeral happens? Probably your friends will be there. Probably the ones that told you to love you, that love you and care for you will be there. What what is the most that you need? I believe you need to come to Jesus. And stay by his feet. And cry out. Cry out for him. Wherever you are. Wherever the, the pit, the terrible pit is for you. He can just put you out of there. So you can be in peace with him. Jesus told them told everybody in the room about this man that forgive those that cannot pay. See, God is merciful, and if you ask him, if we ask him for being forgiven, if we repent of our sins, he will forgive us the big debt that we have. There's no way there is no way i talked to see that a, a few times as he went to, uh, he came to visit us in tekari and he told share with me about some of his struggles we always give advice we always point to look at jesus that he will take him he will give him the help that he needs And stay faithful, coming to hear God's word. See, our friends, there's some really sincere. And they go to the last, probably the last mile, the last place with us. Because there is good people. But see, we're not saved because we are good. We are saved because we are convert from our sins. We walk away from our sins. I was invited with a friend to Alcoholics Anonymous. I went a couple times. It was really hard to be there because everybody smokes. And I just, I just, I I used to smoke two packages a day before I was converted. But that was so bad. So they asked me to speak. I said, no, I just came to listen. They forced me, kind of forced me. So I said, okay. See, everybody, I heard about three people the first time, and they said, oh, I'm thankful that I'm alcoholic. And I'm out of that problem. Thank God that. I recognize that I am one of them. So when they asked me, I stood up and I said, I'm thankful to God that I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a Christian. I left everything behind. And we need groups like this. But we need groups of fornicators, We need groups of adulterers, anonymous. We need groups of liars, anonymous. We need groups of uh, smokers, anonymous. We, there was a last time then by me. We need churches to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ so people repent. And broken families, We will restore broken lives. We will be restored, broken wherever you are. The hand of the mighty God can restore your life. As our friend Sid has been restored in our relationship with our Heavenly Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. I want. I would like to read. I will try to read a verse from one of the Psalms. 40, I think it's 48, in the red book that you brothers and sisters have here. I'm going to read just one verse. Ought to be nothing. Nothing. Only to lie at his feet, a broken and empty vessel for the masters use me meet empty that his might fill me, as for to his service I go broken that so I inherited his life through me, my flow. God bless you.
0: Thank the Lord and you, Brother Jose, for the very passionate uh, sermon because of your relationship and experience with with uh, a dear friend, Sid in Takari, who was at least a couple of times helping out with the orphanage. As Brother Jose was preaching, a song came to my mind on this chapter in Luke chapter seven, and it's so true. Uh, it so speaks so pointedly. I hope it speaks to you the same way. It says one day, a plain village woman driven by love for her Lord, recklessly poured out a valuable essence, disregarding the scorn. And once it was broken and spilled out, a fragrance filled all the room, like a prisoner released from his shackles, like a spirit set free from the tomb. Broken and spilled out, just for love of you, Jesus, My precious treasure lavished on thee, broken and spilled out and poured at your feet, in sweet abandoned, let me be spilled out and used for thee. Lord, you were God's precious treasure. He loved and his own perfect Son sent here to show me the love of the Father, just for love it was done. And though you were perfect and holy, you gave up yourself willingly. You spared no expense for my pardon. You were used and spent for me. Broken and spilled out just for the love of me, Jesus, God's most precious treasure, lavished on me. You were broken and spilled out. poured at my feet in sweet abandon you were spilled out and used up for me that's what Jesus did for every one of us and what joy it brings to the heart of God and the in the very same book of Luke Jesus said that there is more joy in heaven over one soul that repents and over 99 that need no repentance. God rejoices this day. We rejoice this day because of the miraculous new birth that occurred in the life of our dear friend, Sid. Last night, Sid testified before the congregation That he had surrendered his life to Jesus Christ after a life of much wandering and sin and his desire was to be baptized into the death of Jesus Christ baptism for those that are not fully aware of the meaning of baptism The Apostle Paul spells it out very clearly in Romans chapter 6. You can read the first few verses. And it says in Romans chapter 6 that we are buried, we die with Christ and we are buried with Christ as Christ was dead after being crucified and buried in the tomb. And as Christ did not remain in the tomb, but he was resurrected from the dead, those that die with Christ, they die to sin, they die to the old nature, they die to the carnal fleshly nature, and then are buried with Christ in baptism, and are raised with Christ through baptism, unto a new life, to live for him, to glorify him, The previous Lord was the Lord of this world, the God of this world. Now the Lord of of Sid is Jesus Christ, and he wants to serve him faithfully. And this is what Jesus commanded the disciples to do just before Jesus was ascended to his Father in heaven after his glorious resurrection. In Matthew chapter 28, beginning at verse 16, it says, then the eleven disciples went into galilee into a mountain where jesus had appointed them and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted and jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and of the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded unto you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, Sid, last night you professed before all the believers in our congregation that you wanted to be baptized and you have the faith to do that. Is it still your desire? And based upon your Testimony and your faith, we will like to do that, but we would also like you to come up and give a short uh, testimony of what transpired in your life that has brought you to this stage in your life that you desire to be baptized. So, can we have a a microphone up here? it's good can you hear me now okay so Sid has been coming to our congregation to our church both in the old western road church at 274 western road and now the new one for 20 odd years and uh, he's going to give a testimony of what transpired through his journey here
4: um, thank the lord and thank everybody for coming today to witness my baptism um just to <clears throat> those you don't know, my name is Sid, and um, I grew up in a non Christian home um, outside of church, so I didn't know nothing too much about Christianity or saving grace of Jesus. But um, fast forward to 2001, I think, I entered this church and discovered the gospel of Jesus Christ, and um, I wanted to be converted and to fall away from my life of sin. But it took uh, 20 years more to come to that uh, realization of the saving uh, grace of Jesus Christ, the knowledge of, but the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I knew that alone won't save me. And so the last three years, it's been hard for many people here, probably, and for um, myself also. I had to go through some counseling. I had an addiction to to alcohol, which I didn't realize at the moment, but through counseling and through the power of the Holy Spirit, um, I overcame I overcame that sin I had to s- stay away from certain friends and influences and to come to that realization so here I am today to make that announcement
0: thank you Sid and you believe that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all your sin yes I do it's not your works that have done it it's not you, you deserve it but it's a gift of God Yes. Based on your faith, we will, Lord willing, baptize you in a few minutes. And uh, we're going to ask the congregation to sing hymn number 162 from the Zion's harp. After the first verse, uh, Sid will go and change for ready for baptism.
3: Eternal Heavenly Father, we come before Thee rejoicing for Your grace and mercy that is offered to all people. For You alone know our heart and the condition of our heart. We're so thankful for Your Holy Scriptures that our dear brother had shared with us. We pray, Lord, that Thy Holy Spirit would move among us to bring to our attention the need To come unto thee, while yet the door of grace is open. Father, we're thankful that many have come this morning to witness a burial of the old nature. Our dear friend Sid, who acknowledged that he was not able to do anything on his own. Indeed, he acknowledged that he was indeed a sinner. And Lord, we are so thankful that thy Holy Spirit that worked with him and worked in his heart had brought him to his knees before Jesus. And he asked, Lord Jesus, please help me, for I am a sinner. I am stuck in this miry clay. We're so thankful, Father, that you had plucked him out of the miry clay And it set him upon a rock, a solid rock, unmovable, that we rejoice that our Lord Jesus is that rock and that we could put all our trust in him. Father, we're thankful that many have come that know Sid and maybe walked with him when he was in sin. We know that thy Holy Spirit is able and desires to speak to their heart. We humbly ask Heavenly Father that thy Holy Spirit may prick the hearts that are here that are struggling as well and that are finding no place for rest and are so thankful today we are thankful that they heard the gospel message the good news that there is hope that Jesus offers unto all of us Come unto me while ye are in this life, and I will give you rest. You struggle, you look for answers, but there is no answers in the world. Jesus is the answer. Jesus was the one that took out from the miry clay our dear friends, sit and we rejoice. And that same Jesus is waiting. And speaking to all of us that are here that need to be redeemed, come unto me. I will give you rest. Father, we're so thankful that we could witness a baptism, a burial of the old nature and arising as a new creature. And Lord, we are so thankful for the teachings of thy holy scriptures that we could read from thy holy word. It brings us joy. It brings us hope. We're so thankful for our Lord Jesus Christ who made it possible that he gave of himself willingly to die on the cross, on Golgotha hill, hanging between heaven and earth, knowing that he will die and that his precious blood would be shed and his body would be broken for the entire world, that whosoever believeth that Jesus has life shall live forever. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would bless this holy work, bless all that have come that they could witness the holy work that you have left for us. We pray a blessing upon our dear brother that would perform the baptism. We pray a blessing upon our dear friend Sid as he would enter into this burial And Lord, I rise as a new creature that we would rejoice with the angels in heaven. All praise, honor, and glory belongeth unto thee. We thank thee from the bottom of our heart. We thank thee for the Holy Spirit moving among us and convicting souls of their sinful state. Causing us, Lord, to repent and come unto thee. For we know that thou art a loving father. You will not reject anyone. We're so grateful for that. And now, Lord, we want to once again worship thee and praise thee and thank you for all things. We humbly pray all these things. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: said the time has come. This was a momentous occasion during the time of Christ and following his resurrection he commanded that all that believe should be baptized into his death in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. What perhaps some people don't know here is that at the age of three as we heard last night you came here from Hong Kong. Your father was a member of, if I'm not mistaken, the Communist Party, and uh, did not believe in Jesus Christ, did not believe in a God. Your dear mother passed away at a young age, when Mary was young, and Quay, and, uh, and uh, yourself. And it, life became very difficult for you. And you went through many experiences and trials And sin took you as we sing many times further than you would want to go but based upon your faith in Jesus Christ as we heard in the message this morning your life was in pieces and no one could put that life back together but the Lord Jesus Christ and the Living God based upon your faith in Jesus Christ His shed blood on the cross of Calvary and his resurrection I now baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let's all sing hymn number forty one from the Zion's house. Bye. Mm-hmm. We want to thank the Lord for his presence with us this uh, morning hour that he was glorified in everything that we do we glorify God and when a sinner returns back to God when he turns to God and confesses his sin and confesses the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior it vindicates God all over again because this world has got a lot of bad things to say about God that God is dead that God doesn't exist, or that God is, is not compassionate, but he shows his truth, his love, his grace, every time a sinner returns back to the Father, to the Savior of this world, and we're so thankful for that. Um, Brother Edmund is going to share a little bit more about the, the experiences that he had and and, and in, in conversing with uh, with Sid uh, concerning his journey so we're going to give him a few minutes to do that just to give everybody a better context as where we uh, have seen and 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 witnessed the life
1: of Sid so uh, Sid is an excellent plumber and he um, and when he's holding a torch in his hands, it's natural for him. He does a great job. I would, I'm would i very bad at that. That's why I'm always calling my good friend. And when he's holding a microphone, he gets nervous. So uh, so he's going to let me help him out with a microphone just like he helps me out with a torch. And um, he's been working, uh, we've been kind of talking about for the last couple of weeks intensely about his whole life story, trying to write it down a little bit. So said feel free to correct me if I say anything wrong you just say you, know, you, you made a mistake there alright but so let me just be his mouthpiece for a minute um, as we mentioned uh, Sid was born in Hong Kong his uh, his unwed mother you know thought after three years she wanted to come to Toronto where his father was reunite the family and so uh, with Quay her pregnant belly she she came here and soon after uh, Mary was born and um, It was, they moved out to Scarborough, Um, it was a metro housing and uh, Sid had challenges at home. His dad was a very tough, harsh person, he learned responsibility, Um, he learned uh, the theory of communism and atheism but he didn't learn a lot of affection or uh, nurturing Um, and so he found his friendship out on the streets of metro housing Um, and that can lead to trouble. Uh So, but then, you know, the, the person who was most nurturing his life out of uh, his mother passed away from lung cancer and that was very, very traumatic for him. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, he, he, he was searching for meaning and all that pain and um, his father slipped into depression, um, wasn't really you know, nurturing or, you know, just kind of giving up. And that was when uh, Richard, his father's friend, who's also with us today, um, introduced them to a church. And for Sid, it's kind of a light bulb went on. He recognized there was some sort of uh, meaning and hope and purpose beyond just the pain and and struggle that he was experiencing. And he was very curious, very hungry for that. Um, Soon after, the father moved downtown, he lost access to the church where he had started uh, that uh, spiritual spark and a curiosity, and so he was left to looking through the library and looking up all books on different religions and and trying to find something more because he had the sense there was something more. Um, And uh, after, you know, uh, things happened, 9-11, uh, major events. He's kind of seeing like there's something going on here. Would love to read the Bible about revelations and figure it out, but the Bible just didn't make sense. Uh, just reading it there, he didn't understand it on his own. Um, and he ran into a friend, Adrian, uh, who kind of mentioned this church. So Robbie is here. Robbie and Adrian were and Zarko were, were good friends, and he started to come uh, to church, um, and he finally started to understand a little bit more about the whole picture, about what the gospel is and, and what it means to, to, as we just witnessed, you know, to die to yourself, be buried and rise a new creature. And, you know, that was, that was something that was a, a, a very great interest to him. Now, Sid, being a very responsible person, he, he naturally thought he, what he needs to do, because Sid's a doer. Right I'm the talker, he's the doer uh, and uh, he 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 got involved doing good things um, His mom wanted him to purchase the family home so they would family would have a roof over his head and that was a great deal of stress. It was uh, you know down in town in terrible condition, and he took that on with all the debt and stress and you know he he saw Frank uh, you know was a Got involved in meeting physical needs. There was a handicapped person Linda that, and others that they helped and he got involved in doing that There was a there was a, a man um, who had eight kids and counting. I don't know what the last count is and Sid uh, Was you know willing to co-write the, that house and and try to put a roof over that family's head And while this was a lot of good things because Sid has got a good heart he He didn't have the power uh and the stress and the strain drove him back to his old coping mechanisms to alcohol as we heard this morning and uh he didn't have power inside of him despite him wanting to do good for others and um that's when he you know started coming back to church he and you know he still thought he could kind of control this thing and there was kind of a cycle of i'm going to try harder to beat this habit of mine I'm gonna be able to overcome it this time and you know that went on sadly you know that's why we're we're here a little bit late um, because it took some 20 years Uh, but recently um, you know he was he had an accountability relationship with someone who really helped him to start focusing and and he recognized that you know actually I can try my hardest and I, I can't. I, I don't have power. I'm not in control. Yeah, alcohol has power and I don't. And, and he realized he needed a higher help. And there was other things in his life. There was anger inside of him. There's things, it wasn't just the alcohol. There was healing that he needed for those wounds from childhood and, and from sin. And so, um, you know, he really got serious. I mean, he, he broke off, you know, he had a, a, a decent uh, business. He kind of gave that up. He had a decent house. He gave that up because that was just adding stress and, and pressure on him. He, he, and he just moved into his friend's basement and started, you know, purging all the extra stuff of his life and he just wanted to focus on the word of God. And, and you could tell those last night people shared testimonies how they saw a change. I remember talking to Sid before. It was like, you know, how am I stress and how am I going to do this? And this person is, you know, stressing me out and this problem stressing me out. And, uh, and there was a change where it was about the word of God and, and, and I'm learning this and how does this, you know, he was focused on God, God's word, and it started changing how he saw things. Instead of seeing things in terms of what he needs to do, he saw what Christ has done and he saw uh, who, who God is. He saw the world through Christ, saw it, he saw himself through God's eyes. He saw understood grace and, he underst- and God changed him so that finally the things he had no power over didn't control him anymore, and he could really experience God's change from the inside out, um, and that uh, you know brought him to the point where he could say, "I'm finally, you know, overcome and dead to sin. I'm dead to myself, and I'm ready to be united with Christ." Did I get that more or less right? Any <coughs> corrections, Sid?
4: No, you did a good job, better than I. <laughs> thank, thank,
1: God. Yeah. Oh, you uh, Thank everybody for coming. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, all, Lord, and all of you for your prayers and. And for all coming to support, sit on a special occasion.
0: Thank you, Brother Edmund, for that uh, concise summary. And uh, in order to conclude this morning' service, just a few announcements before we have uh, a closing prayer and uh, another hymn. Lunch is available and ready for everyone that's here today. Uh, we're going to ask the, the ushers to dismiss you downstairs. You, you go. Uh, I guess through the back there, but the ushers, please guide the, uh, the people downstairs. Um, we are going to start the afternoon service at 2.30, Lord willing, and Brother uh, Ronnie Delich from Richmond Hill will have uh, an afternoon session, whether it's Bible study or sermonette downstairs, while we have a members meeting here upstairs for the conclusion of this holy work today so i would welcome everyone to stay uh perhaps we can have brother alan would you be willing to have a prayer to include the meal okay in in a a couple of minutes i would like to conclude with the an invitation an invitation to all that do not yet know jesus christ as their lord not just that he exists or that he was a historical figure but is he your lord Do you serve him are you willing to lay down your life as he laid down his are you willing to be broken and spilled out as he broke out and spilled his life for you you need to ask yourself a few questions who am I what am I doing here where did I come from and most perhaps importantly where am I going when I die Where am I going, into oblivion, into uh, vacuum, into outer space? Where am I going? Do you have a hope for yourself when you die? And do you want to have a better life while you're still living? A life that Paul says, if we don't have that, if we don't believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross and resurrected from the dead, We are of all men most miserable. So this is my question to you. Examine yourself. See how important is your life to you and how important is eternal life to you. I'm going to ask Brother Alan to to come out and have a closing prayer. And as we uh, uh, leave this this sanctuary for lunch, I'd like that we all sing together from 682, Just As I Am. And... uh, we'll have the ushers start dismissing the congregation so brother Alan did you want to please come out
5: let's arise for a prayer our heavenly father we we cannot express in words the gratitude that we have in our hearts and the joy in our minds that we've been privileged given the privilege father to witness the transformation of a life a true miracle a, a miracle that everyone can see and no one can deny we've been blessed Lord with the opportunity to see how thy word can change the heart and mind of an individual and is much more powerful than the vices of this world but not only that lord that it can provide hope eternal hope and that hope father that can change a life it can motivate us forward lord to do things that are pleasing to thee and to serve thee as we've heard today father we thank thee that thou has given us the privilege to proclaim thy word and we pray father that thy holy spirit would work in the hearts of those that heard and witnessed this baptism today. Father, we know that only thou knowest what is ahead of us. Thou knowest if this is perhaps the last time some here would witness the baptism. Father, we pray that as we depart from this place, that we may not forget, Lord, what thou has done for us. And that for us, Lord, who know thee as living Lord and Savior, that it would motivate us. To be lights in this world and to remember that why we're here the ultimate purpose father to bring others to jesus christ and to the knowledge of the truth to convict us father in our hearts the need to proclaim what god has done in our lives so that others may have the opportunity to partake of life eternal father we thank thee also for the food that has been prepared we we recognize that we are blessed indeed that thou has built a hedge about us and has blessed us enormously and greatly with so many goods, Lord, abundantly, more than what we actually need. And so we ask thee, Lord, bless the food that's been prepared, that we may be nourished by it. We pray also, Father, for those that have labored to prepare it. We know, Lord, it's a labor of love, and they do it unto thee. And so we ask thee to reward them as well. And we ask thee, Lord, to be in our conversations, that we may treat this day as a holy day, Lord, a convocation, a holy convocation of those that have come together to witness the death and resurrection of a soul. We thank thee, Lord, for this privilege and ask thee now to be with us. In Jesus' name,
0: Amen. So um, I would like to also ask the friends of Sid, as he uh, leaves, he'll go first. Can you please follow him down first to be with him and to share with him? And then we'll sing out of 682 we'll sing uh cappella as many verses as we can as we file out so 682 just as i am can you give us the note Hmm? just just as i am without